Today, 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 everything changes for you. There is absolutely nothing any of us can do to change our past. But please know that your decision to join us in the purity of our praise unto God today definitely changes your future. St. Peter United decrees that you are worthy, you are loved, you are accepted, and you have a purpose. Good morning, St. Peter. Good morning, St. Peter. We are here to continue our conversation, our heart-to-heart -heart conversation during this season, this Lent season. We have been having those hard heart-to-heart -heart talks, amen? Conversations where we talk honestly about our feelings approaching our health and our healing. We started off with, <laughs> she gonna get me, Minister Devaney advising us that our personal ministries, our healing, do not and will not come without a wilderness experience. She reminded us that on those days when we are feeling defeated and less of, that we have to tell ourselves not today. Not today with the negative talk, the self-sabotaging. Not today with the habits that don't serve us. Not today, Satan. Last week, we were advised by Pastor Leslie that there is deliverance in the darkness. There is deliverance in the darkness. There is deliverance even when we don't have the answers. There is deliverance in our hurt, our pain, our confusion, our grief, and even in our indecisiveness. This week, we continue. We're going to continue our conversation, continue to speak on matters of the heart regarding our spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and even financial journeys. So St. Peter, like Tevin Campbell say, can we talk? Our scripture reading comes from John chapter 9, verses 1 through 9. I'll be reading from the messenger Bible, but whatever Bible you have, it's, it's going to be about the same. Amen? John chapter 9, verses 1 through 9 is where I will be teaching from. However, you go read the whole chapter because it's a good book. It reads like this. Walking down the street, Jesus saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, causing him to be born blind? Jesus said, you are asking the wrong question. You're looking for someone to blame. There is no such cause effect here. Look instead for what God can do. We need to be energetically at work for the one who sent me here. 
working while the sun shines. When night falls, the workday is over. For as long as I am in the world, there is plenty of light. I am the world's light. Verses 6 and 7 says, He said this and then spit in the dust, made a clay paste with the saliva, rubbed the paste on the blind man's eyes, and said, Go wash at the pool of Siloam. Siloam meaning sent. The man went and washed and saw. Soon the town was buzzing. Y'all know how we get. His relatives and those who year after year had seen him as a blind man begging were saying, why isn't this, why isn't this the man we knew who sat here and begged? Others said, it's him all right. But others objected. It's not the same man at all. It just looks like him. The man born blind said, it's me the very one. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, we come. We come with clear minds. We come with hearts that need to be healed. We come asking you to sit with us to dwell with us, to allow something that's said to motivate us and encourage or inspire us. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight and give us peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Many of you may know, many of you may not, but I have been in education for about almost 20 years now. I have survived the rise and the fall, the good and the bad, with three districts. But in the last few years, I have noticed a shift. Now, not the shifts that are in education, although there are many, but I am referring to the shift in my mental and physical health. So much too, or so much so, to the point where my medical doctors have increased or added medication. My therapist has increased the number of sessions just to make sure that everything was managed. But at the beginning of this year, my health was met with some obstacles and challenges beyond my control. So with much prayer and supplication, I decided to take a medical leave of absence, a medical leave of absence to rest and reset. I have been off for the last couple of months and I have been intentional about my health and my healing. I have deliberately taken time to sit and allow all the emotions to encompass me. But can I tell y'all this? Even in my resting, even in my recovering, 
even in my rebuilding. I am realizing that this is the scariest thing I have ever done in my life. Now, although my blood pressure, A1C, and cholesterol levels are the best that my doctor has seen in the last three years, I still worry. Y'all, I worry and I face with reality. Wondering, should I go back to what is safe financially, familiar financially, but killing me slowly? Or do I step out scared and all, just do it, and trust that spirit will continue covering and comforting me? Scared. But Dolly Parton said this. <laughs> Dolly Parton said, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. There's no rain. There's no rainbow without a little what? Rain. For me, you guys, this simply means if I want to continue this good health, if I want to continue in my healing, things will get unpleasant. The choice of the rainbow comes with true transparency, vivid vulnerability, and a level of surrender that might get nasty. Heart-to-heart -heart talk. It might get nasty. I am choosing to just do it. And yes, the journey has been filthy. The road is dirty and the anxiety is awful. There are times where it has been troubling and physically nauseating. But as I stated before, I'm going to be all right. So St. Peter United, I stand here to remind us that during your time, our times, these times in life, and everything that it may entail, it might get nasty. How you show up for yourself, hold yourself accountable, might get nasty. How you cultivate a community for yourself might get nasty. How cutting people off, family or friends, from your emotional or physical space might get nasty. How deconstructing or decolonizing your faith might get nasty. How defending the rights of others against government and political powers might get nasty. And yes, ministry and leadership might get nasty. Today, what I want us to understand is there is no blame in how we go through it, how we get through it. We go through it to make us better. I want us to also understand that in this nasty phase, we may heal and hurt in safe spaces, but if we are energetic about our work and stay faithful in the process, like Ari Lennox sings, I don't care about being nasty. I can care less about it getting nasty. 
full disclosure. I dare not stand up here and say that the trauma that many of us are going through or have gone through is or was not at the hand of someone or something. I want us to understand that to get past the nastiness of life, its experience and its experiences, we have to remove blame and begin the process to heal, to hold, and to hover. I was at a funeral yesterday, and Leslie, we got some things to talk about just, just in case I go first. I just want you to do some things for me. Funeral yesterday, and the sister of the deceased even in her grief, blessed me. Bless me with these words. Anything that annoys you is teaching you patience. Anything that angers you is teaching forgiveness and compassion. Anything you hate is teaching unconditional love. But anything that you can't control, let it go. There is no blame. In these verses, the disciples inquired about the affliction of the man born blind. The question of why it happened, was it the fault of the parents or even him, was not to ask so that they could help the man, but so that blame could be placed. Some of the Jews back then believed that if a child was born with a disability, the blame or the responsibility or fault was because of their parents or grandparents or even the baby in the womb. During my time, I've noticed that every other day I began blaming myself. Yes, I'm blaming myself for where I was mentally and emotionally. Blaming myself for my physical health and what financial health I would put my family through. Blaming myself for not being there for my coworkers and even my students. I realized that I was blaming myself for things that I did not even have control over. Putting the blame, the fault on myself instead of developing myself meant giving up on me, giving up on what was or is best for me, and I was giving up what spirit is producing for, with, and in me. When we blame ourselves, and when we blame others, we give up our power to change. When we blame ourselves, when we blame others, we give up our power. Changing old and bad habits into new and good ones, changing our negative thoughts into positive thoughts, changing our learned and colonized behaviors and cultivating our power in the way we see, hear, and live. St. Peter United visitors, it is time for us to change. It is time for us to change, to lean into our power, to let it go, learn from it, and live out our true experiences. 
I read this quote and I was like, man, that is so true. So I'm going to start living just like this. There is no single raindrop that believes it is responsible for the flood. Not one single raindrop in a storm is responsible for the flood that takes place. So I'm here to tell us that there is now no condemnation. There is now no condemnation. There is no blame for what becomes nasty in our lives. There is no blame for who we are. There is no blame for who we love. There is no blame in believing what we believe. There is no blame for stepping up and wanting to do better. And this one is personal. There is no blame, Shelly, in leaving in the middle of the year for your health. There is no blame. There is no blame, only the power to change our nastiness. Feel it. It's going to hurt. But every moment you cry, you're doing the work. Every moment you're hurting, you're healing. The only way out is through. Arthur Unknown, we heal and hurt in safe spaces. This man, like many of us, has endured hurt in the same place that healing was received. Look at this. He encountered hurt of one, having to deal with his disability without help. Two, which put him in a situation of having to become homeless, a beggar in his hometown. And three, after being healed and sight given, the unbelief or shock of his own people. Hurt in the very place he was healed. Many of us, like this man, has suffered through family, those that are blood-related, intentionally or unintentionally hurting us, but have also experienced healing by family spirits sent who have encouraged us and equipped us for our journeys. We hurt and heal in safe what? Spaces. Even during my journey. I am blessed to have both blood family and spirit sent family, not only to make sure I have what I need, but also making sure that I'm doing what I need to get where I need in, through, and even after this. I am also blessed to be a part of a church. And I have been a part of some churches. I am blessed to be a part of a church who from the pulpit to the back door admits and stands in the fact that we are not and have not been okay. That we are a church, a community of hurt, people trying to heal in this space. I am proud to be a part of a church who can stand flat-footed and say, I am not okay. And it's going to take some time for me to be okay. 
but still shows up. In the nasty moments, St. Peter, we stand in it. We talk about it. We do the work that is needed and continue the path to be the leading church living on purpose. Hurt and healing, we continue to show up week after week, not only for ourselves, but for others to see that if we show up, is when we show up, how we show up, is where we begin to clean up and clear out the nastiness. It might get nasty, but show up. It might get nasty, but don't just show up for your healing. Show up to show others that it's okay. There is a quote that says, it may get worse before it gets better, but it will get better. So what we have to do, lastly, we have to be energetically at work. Another version of this text for this part says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. It literally means that on our journeys, we all have work to do, individually and collectively, to get what we need and work on it as much as we need to. Again, it literally means that on our journeys, we all have work to do individually and collectively to get what we need, and we got to work on it as much as, it, as we need to. Every day, every week, every month, every year, we got to do the work. We must work to maintain healing our mental, our emotional, and spiritual health. We must work to keep our community afloat, to make sure that every person who walks in this space feels loved, feels accepted, feels worthy, and enough. It is our obligation to be effectively at work for the one who sent us. Yes! Somebody invited you here, and you said, this is a good space. Yes, someone led you here. Yes, you saw the website. Yes, you planned your visit. If you have not planned your visit, but you wouldn't have came if the one hadn't sent you. You wouldn't have stayed if the one didn't press you. The blind man in the scripture and all of us are part of the pre-designed work of Jesus. I'm going to say that again. The blind man in the scripture and all of us are part of the pre-designed work of Jesus here on earth. We are the universe representatives. And without us knowing when where, what, or how spirit is working and will continue to work on our behalf and for our good. However, we must do our 
part. Meaning, we have to get in the nasty situations. We must have the nasty conversations. We must push through the nasty fears and anxieties. Hear me out. And please, don't take this the wrong way. Church, a community, is like a bank. It is similar in the fact that for us to receive anything, we must put something in. If we continue to withdraw and withdraw, eventually, <laughs> we're going to end up with insufficient funds. Hmm. And can I say this? In this bank, in this bank, everyone must put in. Everyone that enters the space is responsible for depositing something. Not just your treasure, but some time and some talent. It is not, come on, I mean, come on, crew, I'm done. It is not the responsibility of the pastor. It is not the responsibility of the ministerial council. It is not the responsibility of the leadership council. It is not the responsibility of the collective. It is not the responsibility of the hospitality committee. It is not just the responsibility of the guest services. It is not just their responsibility. Even you visiting today, when you came through the door, you saw a smile, and you smiled back. You deposited something. At this bank, it takes all of us. At this bank, you can't redraw more than you put in. At this bank, you might have to make multiple deposits before you can even withdraw something out. It might get nasty. It might get dirty. It might get filthy. But remember, there is no blame in the process. Because while we are in our hurt, we have a choice to heal in this safe place. But we must be purposeful about our work. So I see you. You ain't asking, but I know the question you have. Where do I start, Shelly? How can I get connected, Shelly? What do you want me to do, Shelly? Right now, St. Peter United has an education and engagement survey, and we would really love to hear your thoughts and your concerns. 
St. Peter United has an ongoing book study that some of us need to be a part of called Atomic Habits. Each Wednesday evening at 8 p.m., led by the beautiful Latreva Herndon Washington and the equally energetic Phoenix Brown. We are continuously looking for volunteers in every ministry. And can I say this? If there's not a place where you feel that you fit in, <laughs> let's create it. Come talk to me. Don't run to pastor. Don't run to Jay. Don't run to Marcus. Don't run to Cindy. I said, let us create it. You guys, there is so much we can and we need to do at St. Peter. And it all begins with you. There is no blame for how nasty the situation may get. Pick yourself up, dust yourself out. Believe that the hurt spots can get healed in the safe spots. But let's do our work. Amen? Bless you. believe in this place I believe in this space I am all in when I say I am all in I'm even giving you my nastiness but I believe that in giving you my nastiness we can work it out we can talk it out you allow me to heal because I'm going to do the work and I believe in you. Spirit of the living God, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you because we know that you were in this place. We say thank you for what you are doing in our lives. We say thank you for what you're going to do. We say thank you for where it starts and even where it finished because the word says that she, he, them, that began a great work in us will complete it to the end. So we give you praise for what's going to happen, for what is happening, and even in the future. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.